Welcome to the Unconventional RD Podcast, where we inspire dietitians to think outside of the traditional employment box and create their own unconventional income streams. We'll talk all things online business to help you start, grow, and scale your own digital empire. When was the last time you really took a look at how you're spending your time in your business? Do you have clarity on exactly where your income is coming from? Do you know what tasks are actually growing your audience and bringing in leads? And once you have those leads, how are you effectively converting them into customers? And taking things a step further, did you intentionally plan these revenue streams? Do they logically build off one another in a cohesive way? Or did you mostly just throw spaghetti on the wall and run with whatever stuck? I'll be the first to say that I fell ass backwards into this business, the Unconventional RD brand. I did not originally intend for this platform to be a business, let alone the main thing I'm focused on, so the way that I ended up monetizing was pretty haphazard. I am 100% guilty of doing way too much thinking that I had to keep creating and producing new trainings and new offers to keep the excitement going in my business and earn consistent revenue. But the reality turned out totally different. By constantly coming up with new products and content, I was never able to really hone my expertise in any one thing, let alone keep the content updated and optimized year after year. By 2019, I found myself trying to run a huge Facebook group three online courses, a nutrition membership site, a nutrition blog, and freelance write for Healthline all at the same time. To say I was burnt out is beyond an understatement. So over the following three years, I worked really hard at intentionally streamlining my business and fixing up the bit of a mess I had made. Because instead of a clear, focused business, at that time, I had way too many offerings, no reliable marketing systems, and was essentially running two whole separate businesses between the Unconventional RD brand and my other business, the Functional Nutrition Library. And to remedy the situation, I gradually cut back on the different types of work I was doing and tried to hone in on one signature product I wanted to be known for. First, I stopped freelance writing and freeing up that space and mental energy to focus on my business was a really big game changer. Next, I gave one year notice that I was shutting down my functional nutrition library, blog, and membership site. And finally, I temporarily closed enrollment for all of my courses for over six months time period with the intention of revamping and going all in on my SEO Made Simple course. So now, a few years later, at the end of 2022, There is one signature thing you can buy from me at the moment, my SEO Made Simple course. And right now it's priced at a one-time fee of $997. And I'm not sure if that will change in the future, but that's what it is right now at the time of this recording. And just with that one core offer at that price, I am on track to earn over $250,000 in my business this year. And now this isn't to say again that I won't expand my offerings or change my pricing in the future because I'm sure I will. And I do think that in the long run, diversification across your business is a good idea. But the problem was that I had tried to do way too much all at once right out of the gate. I feel like I talk about this all the time on my podcast in various avenues, like this applies to blogging, monetization streams, choosing a a channel to create content on. It's so common to try to do it all and then end up kind of like haphazardly doing each thing instead of focusing and really mastering one thing. And here I am on this podcast today 
just explaining how I fell into that trap in my business as well and how it changed when I finally got my stuff together and focus in on one product. So because of my lack of organization and being spread way too thin, none of my monetization streams at the time back in 2019 were really optimized or automated. They all took constant real-time work and attention from me in order to keep them afloat. And while that business model was profitable, like I was earning good money, I was earning six figures, sometimes multiple six figures uh, each year from having all of those products and services, it was not sustainable. And that is the biggest lesson I've learned over the last few years and something that I try to remind people of when they're first starting out to try to help them avoid that same trap that I fell in. It's really freaking exciting to start seeing success online and it's so, so easy to get sucked in to doing way too many things, especially when you try, if when you try new things, you see some success. But in the long run, it may not be sustainable to continue to try and do 50 million things. So for example, with my three business courses, each one was an incredible amount of work to create, launch, and maintain. And at that time, I was live launching them each one time per year. So each year, on top of like creating and maintaining all the content, I was also doing three launches for three different things. And also because my topics were very techy and the tech space changes so frequently, I found that the content I was creating needed updating a lot. You know, I'd create a module and then Google would be like, oh, we're changing the whole interface of Google Search Console or surprise, here's Google Analytics 4 or whatever. And I simply didn't have the time in my schedule to keep it all up to date in real time or have the funds left over in my business to hire out that task at a fair wage. So I really felt stuck and headed straight into burnout territory. It was like with each new thing I created, it was another plate I had to keep spinning. And at some point it became unmanageable. And I don't know about you, but it's really, really important to me that the content that I put out is the most helpful it can be and that it's kept up to date. And it really bothered me that I wasn't able to do that while trying to maintain so many businesses and products as a solopreneur. And yes, I am still struggling with this today. For example, that free start a website tutorial that I created in 2020 during the pandemic, life hit me super hard in 2021, which you probably know if you listen to this podcast, things like breaking my hand, um, I got a puppy, I got pregnant, I um, had my baby and then had some health complications with my baby and myself where I was in the hospital for a while. And I was just not able to finish that free tutorial. And that's something that's still bugging me to this day. So really, it felt like there were two options to remedy my overwhelm in my business. I could outsource or I could simplify. And since I didn't have any systematized marketing methods at the time, My income tended to vary widely throughout the year when I was on that launching model. On months where I wasn't launching anything, I could make as little as $4,000 in a month from my online stuff. But on months where I launched an online course, I could make $50,000. It was wild and really hard to forecast and plan around, especially since I was not running any ads. Everything was pure organic marketing via my Facebook group and email list. And I was only formally formally launching you know, two or three times per year. So I would have two or three big earning months and then lower earning months the rest of the year. 
Now, during the rest of the year, I did have my courses technically open for enrollment. I just wasn't promoting them. And I had a very simplistic discount-based time-limited email offer for any new subscriber. They received an offer to join my SEO Made Simple course for a slightly discounted rate. And it was a one-time offer, take it now or it never comes back, which was true. I never offered that again. It was only when you joined my email list. But of course, this type of offer only went out to new subscribers on my list, which was only a small portion. I wasn't spending a ton of time on you know, growing my list or putting a lot of effort in that arena. Um, the only real lead magnet I had to get new people on my list was my free Facebook group. And I think I would get maybe a couple hundred people a month via that channel. So with that very simplistic funnel, you know, I would sell maybe five, ten, maybe on a good month of my uh, of my course at a slightly discounted rate. So essentially, I had the bare bones of something great, but I was so overwhelmed by all the tasks required to keep so many offers up and running that I was never able to slow down and create systems and automations in my business that would actually allow me to scale. So today I thought I'd share how I got myself out of this bit of a mess that I had created and what I would do differently if I were starting from scratch today. So let's start by how I got out of it and go over some questions that you might want to ask yourself if you're feeling similarly overwhelmed or unorganized in your business. So step number one, take stock of your current situation. Where is your income coming from? Which offers are most successful in your business? Which offers are making the biggest positive impact on your customers? Is there one income stream that brings in the lion's share of your revenue? If so, what's stopping you from leaning into that channel even harder? Are your other offers really worth continuing in comparison? Or are you holding on to them because you think it's something you quote unquote should do or something that you've put a lot of time into and so you don't really want to give up on it? And give up on air quotes, by the way. <laughs> and beyond just money, is there one offer that really makes a difference in your people's lives? Even if it's not the most financially successful one, is there something that lights you up because you really know it makes a difference? The next set of questions is about marketing. How are you growing your audience? Where are your customers coming from? And what is your conversion method and conversion rate? It's important to identify which platforms you're successfully connecting with your audience on so that you can double down on those. For the unconventional RD, I was pretty much exclusively growing my audience via my free Facebook group, which was actually largely grown by word of mouth. I was and still am pretty absent on other platforms. And of course, you can set goals to eventually be present and growing on many social channels. But I actually highly recommend choosing one to focus on to start. Otherwise, you might end up totally overwhelmed and performing poorly on all platforms. <laughs> so once people were in my free Facebook group, I was offering free live webinars a few times a year, which helped grow my email list and then converting them to customers via email marketing. However, before I simplified my business, as I said, I only had very basic email automations. My content emails were sent out 100% live week to week, which meant that each week I had to spend time writing them and they were never repurposed. I had a solid welcome sequence for new subscribers that dovetailed into that limited time discount for my SEO course, but that was it. I never really sold to my email list outside of that initial funnel and my live launches. Again, I had the right ideas, but they were not optimized. I was working hard instead of working smart. And the final set of questions I have for you is about work satisfaction. How are you spending your time in your business? Is it on things that really matter for growing your bottom line? 
are they actually tasks that only you can do or could someone else be doing them instead? And also what tasks do you genuinely enjoy doing and which tasks do you sort of despise? (laughs) I don't know about you, but it's very, very easy for me to slip into filling my time with quote unquote easy work that feels fun, but doesn't really build my business. For example, if I'm not careful, I could easily spend hours chatting in my free Facebook group instead of writing a new set of sales emails that I really need to get done. But hands down, those sales emails will help grow my business a lot more than basic social media interactions. So if I'm not intentional about setting aside time to work on my marketing, I just don't do it. And if I'm not actively pitching my offerings to my audience on a regular basis, then how do I expect to make sales, right? And I'm also guilty of spending my time doing easy tasks that I probably should outsource. For example, prior to this year, I would spend hours every week doing admin-related tasks for my podcast that didn't tr- I didn't truly need to be doing, which has probably prevented me from growing my business even more. And of course, always keep your unique personality in mind when doing these things. Don't pressure yourself to do a certain type of content creation or marketing just because everyone says it's the hot thing to do right now. If you don't like something or it doesn't align with your values, then you do not have to do it. Point blank, period. It's important to stay true to you to build a business that you actually enjoy. For example, can you see a common thread amongst all the business ventures that have actually been successful for me? They all center around teaching and education, either in the form of online courses or written nutrition notes. That's because I'm a teacher at heart and I especially love writing. So those two activities are where I shine. If I shied away from that and instead tried to force myself to, say, do TikTok videos because they're all the rage right now, I probably would not have had the same success because that's not the type of content where I personally shine. So always be mindful of your unique strengths and think about how you can weave them into your business. But the point I'm trying to get at with giving you these questions is that you'll only be able to plot your path to simplification and automation if you truly understand where you're starting from and where you're trying to go. After taking stock of these factors in my business in 2019, looking at what was working, what wasn't, and what I actually enjoyed, again, I decided to do the following. Number one, I completely shut down the functional nutrition library and went all in on the unconventional RD brand. Number two, I stopped launching anything new and focused on what I had already created within the unconventional RD. Number three, honed those offerings even more to focus on just one signature offer. I chose my SEO Made Simple course because I felt that growing an audience was one of the biggest things that I saw people struggling with, and I knew that I could help with that. And number four, I learned how to successfully automate the marketing for that course so that my income wasn't fluctuating so wildly, and then it would become easier to confidently hire help or invest in things like paid advertising, which I still haven't done, but (laughs) you know, it's much more feasible these days. So that's what I did. And by 2021, I had shut down 75% of the offerings in my business. Yep, 75%. My nutrition membership site and blog, gone. My blog monetization and email marketing courses, gone. I was 100% focused on honing my expertise as an SEO professional and helping others with that specific aspect of their business. Was that scary? Hell to the yes. I mean, my husband was probably like, um, are you sure it's a good idea to chop off 75% of your revenue streams in one big swoop? Does that mean our income will be going down by 75% too? But I just knew in my gut that I had to focus. I had to automate. I had to systematize, especially since we had a baby on the way, um, or else it would all fall apart anyway if I just completely burned out. 
My goal with sharing my story today is to help you understand that the secret to earning more is not by doing more. This is so important. I'm going to say it again. The secret to earning more is not by doing more. And this took me, as I said, years to understand. I was addicted to the grind. It felt like the harder I worked, the more I earned, which in some aspects was true. But that doesn't need to be the way that your business runs. So after shutting down three out of four of my income streams and only having my newly revamped SEO course open for six months of 2021, I was able to earn $200,000 in revenue that year with a 75% profit margin. In comparison, after running myself absolutely ragged in 2020, running a membership site, two blogs, a podcast, and three courses, I only brought in $35,000 more. And so I ended that year with around $235,000 in revenue. But because I was doing so much more and I had some of the tasks outsourced, I had higher expenses as well. So my overall profit was roughly the same. So by paring it all down to one signature offer and only having that offer open for six months out of the year, I earned practically the same amount of money as I did working my absolute butt off in 2020. And this year in 2022, I'm on track to have my highest earning year ever at over $250,000 in sales. And that's from, again, only selling one course. And uh, since I had a child, I am only working two full days per week where we had some have some child care help. And then I'll do some sporadic nap time working. Like right now, my son is napping and I'm recording this podcast. But like what? Talk about a major lifestyle improvement. Setting up systems and funnels in my business has allowed me to continue to grow while also being a present parent to my one-year-old. It's been the absolute best decision I've ever made. It allowed my work to fit into my life now rather than my life to fit in around my work. I was a thousand percent a workaholic, I will be honest. Uh, My work was my life before I got married and had a kid. So, um, but I was at least mindful enough to know that that needed to change. And I'm just excited to share with you how I was able to make that happen and really honestly say that now I am more of a mom than a worker bee. And that's really all I could ask for at this stage in my life. Um, To be honest, my course right now runs essentially on autopilot. The bulk of my work each week is on creating this podcast as my one, you know, consistent piece of content creation every week. For my course, I just have to answer people's questions in my students-only Facebook group. And then I run one hour-long Zoom call for my students once a month. It's pretty amazing. Yes, I do have to update the content eventually. I try to update it every, you know, 12 to 18 months, depending on how big of the changes have happened in the industry. So I'm about due for an update now. But largely over the last almost year and a half, it's been pretty passive. So now I'm feeling the itch to apply the same systemization and optimization process to additional avenues in my business. I think I could definitely work on optimizing and systematizing my content production and my social media strategies a little more. And, you know, perhaps I might start dipping my toes into diversifying my offerings again. Uh, I would absolutely love to help people learn how to set up sales systems in their business. So perhaps I'll create something along those lines in the future after I do a bit more hands-on learning and experimenting in my own business, but we shall see. But to sum all of this up, If I had to start all over again today, here's what I would do differently to achieve this type of success without having to suffer through those years of extreme overworking and burnout. And I will preface this by saying that was not all for nothing. Like for a lot of people, you just have to do 
and experience and learn from your mistakes. <laughs> but uh, I do think it's helpful to have guideposts on perhaps how you could go about setting up a successful business without trying to just completely go from scratch and just try thing after thing until something works. Because that's sort of what I did. And while yes, I did eventually get some success, I didn't set myself up for a sustainable, scalable business model. So this is what I would do if I was starting over now. <laughs> Number one, I would get crystal clear on one outcome that I'd like to help my audience achieve. Rather than from the jump saying, oh, I want to help you with SEO. I want to help you with six different types of blog monetization strategies. Oh, and I also want to help you um, get started with your email list and learn how to make a funnel. Like that was way too much. (laughs) That's what I was doing. Oh, and then I also had uh, a podcast and a nutrition blog and a nutrition membership site that involved content creation as well. So, you know, it was like way, way too much. If I could just focus on on one outcome that I'd like to help my audience achieve, that would have made my entire business model much easier to automate, simplify, and scale. So I get crystal clear on one outcome, like growing their audience with SEO, that I'd like to help my audience achieve. Then I would create one signature offer that promises that outcome, like a course. Then I would choose one channel for growing my audience, like my Facebook group. Then I would pick a realistic content creation frequency that I could stick with. So for me, I post and engage in the Facebook group, but my content creation happens on my podcast. Um, Technically, I wouldn't have to do that. I could if I wanted to. I could have just done like Facebook Lives or something, but I liked that people could listen to podcasts on the go. So that was the channel I went with. And then I post about it in the Facebook group to reach that audience. Uh, Then I would set up a no-brainer way for people in my audience to join my email list. So some sort of irresistible freebie that they can receive in exchange for their email address. And then I would create a series of evergreen emails that get sent out automatically that educates and inspires my audience around the topic of my course. And hint, you can and probably should repurpose old content for these types of emails. Then I would craft a really high quality webinar or other high value freebie that educates and explains the transformation that my course can provide and then sync that up to an automated deadline system. Then I would automate everything within my email system so that people on my email list are continually being sent helpful content interspersed with opportunities to watch the webinar and or purchase my offerings every few months and then rinse and repeat. So this is, of course, not the only way to succeed or the only way to set up a sales funnel, but it has been a highly successful move for me and my business. It allowed me to step back from the frenzied pace that I was running at and really fine tune one sales mechanism. And it's incredible like how much you learn when you really get down into the weeds and focus on one thing. When you're doing all the things, you just can't focus on those minute details and find the tweaks and the levers that you can push and pull to increase your sales, increase your conversions, etc. It still boggles my mind when I wake up and see new sales notifications in my inbox. I mean, I typically make, you know, on average about a sale every other day in my business right now of my SEO Made Simple course. And I have not had to go through the stress of a live launch in over two years. And as I said, at this moment in time, each sale is worth about $1,000. So, I mean, can you imagine? It's so, so incredible. Now that this automated system has been up and running for over a year now, I feel ready to figure out what's next. But I only feel that way because I've had the space to breathe thanks to the systems and automations that I put into place. 
So I hope that this episode inspired you to critically think about how you're running your business at the current moment, because is there also room for you to simplify and automate? Have you been a little blind to the power of simplification and optimization? Or have you been putting it off because it seems like you're getting along just fine, so why rock the boat? Of course, you should always do what's best for you, but I just wanted to hop on today and chat a little bit more about how big of a difference setting up a sales funnel has made in my life and my business, and hopefully spark some interest in this topic for you as well. And if you'd like to see how all this works in real life, I do highly recommend adding yourself to my email list if you're not already on it. You'll get a firsthand look at the type of weekly emails that I'm sending, what my webinar is like, what my sales page looks like, and what my sales pitch actually contains. If nothing else, it's a great example that you can use to wrap your head around what an automated sales system looks like. If you'd like to join, I have something special to sweeten the pot for you as well. You can grab my free SEO roadmap as a thank you for joining my email list. In that roadmap, I walk you through the six essential steps of an effective SEO strategy and bigger picture how you can use SEO to grow your business and your income online. Just head to seofreebie.com and add your name to the list. Catch you next week with more online business and SEO tips. Bye.